Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, March 22nd, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest report card on Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. Number two, New York Republican Tom Reed is retiring from Congress after an explosive report in The Washington Post. And number three, confirmations is the name of the game in the Senate this week. All right, Jake, let's get into this top item we have in Punchbowl News AM. Basically a look at how Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell are doing thus far. Chuck Schumer gets pretty high marks from us. Yeah, he's definitely um, uh, proved himself to be... uh, you know he's had a tough he's had a tough a lot of tough situations to to navigate i would say i mean th- he passed a uh 2 trillion dollar covid relief bill which was very impressive a very good moment for him um and, and he has to be honest with you he has held his own in a in a in a chamber where um Mitch McConnell is is kind of an alpha dog i would say um and most importantly, I would say, is that Schumer has cut the space to his left. I mean, he's approaching re-election uh, in 2022, and um, he is susceptible, theoretically, to a challenge from the left. And he has done a lot to make sure that nobody could get to his left. He's been quite progressive, um, and it would be difficult to say at this point that he uh, that there is somebody more progressive than he it's interesting. I mean, I think he clearly has had a good kind of first quarter, all things considered, right? They come off the election. They think they have, you know, are in the minority in the Senate once again, even though they had this good map. They have this kind of miracle in Georgia that happens. All of a sudden that transforms him into majority leader, is able to get the president's biggest uh, priority through the Senate in obviously as tight of conditions as possible, 50-50 plus the vice president. Um, but now I think the real challenge comes, right? The next few months are going to be so tough. And to me, it's really where the rubber is going to hit the road for Schumer and Senate Democrats. You're going to have this battle over the minimum wage that's going to continue, uh, whether the filibuster should continue in its same form, should it be changed. You're also going to have, you know, we've talked somewhat of this this pressure he feels on the left, certainly back home and in his home politics, but there's massive pressure on Chuck Schumer when it comes to moderates, right? What does Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema want? They want to try to do deals with moderate Republicans. How does Chuck Schumer thread the needle on that, particularly when it comes to Joe Biden's next biggest uh, priority, which is infrastructure and a jobs bill where there's going to be a lot more dissension. I would also uh, make, I'd say you're exactly right. And I think the inter- that, that's going to be the interesting thing to watch. The interesting thing to watch is going to be how he handles these things going forward, because there's just a lot of hunger at this point to do things like the $15 minimum wage am- among people in the house. So the problems that he's gotten past are not problems that he, are problems that are not going away, I would say is the most important thing to note. All right, let's talk about Mitch McConnell. He, you know, has had a whirlwind of a first quarter from thinking he's the majority leader, having to beat back Donald Trump and all of the kind of conspiracies and really have this division between Donald Trump and Mitch McConnell. 
Um, you know, where do you see him in this moment? Because, you know, he's a figure I think that we often to say is one of the most um, un- misunderstood or, you know, everybody wants to understand what is Mitch McConnell's motives. And he's clearly had, uh, you know, a, a tough Tough couple of months. Yeah. So the interesting thing is you can't really talk about McConnell without talking about Trump. Right. Um, and I think that's that's something that that um, uh, he wishes was not the case. But his split with Trump is um, perhaps the most important thing, uh, frankly, the most important thing to talk about here. And he's he's had it with Trump and he's kind of broken up with him, so to speak. And, and frankly, um, that defines McConnell. I think his. He, but the big thing is going into 2022, a bunch of his allies are uh, retiring. Rob Bortman, Roy Blunt, Richard Shelby, all are uh, calling it quits. And in the Senate, you are the good leaders have a strong group of inside advisors and, and McConnell's losing a lot of his. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the day. Ethics, Tom Reed renounces his retirement over sexual harassment scandal. Jake, this surprised me in the sense that typically this doesn't happen quite as fast. The Post had a story up on Friday, and by Sunday, he's announced that he's not going to run for re-election. Yeah, it's uh, quite a quick turnaround for uh, for Tom Reed. Um, listen, he is a, a very prominent Republican, frankly, and was thinking about taking on Andrew Cuomo in his home state of New York um, and now is not going to do that over this report. Um, and he's also a prominent member of the Problem Solvers Caucus, the co-chair. Can he do that anymore? I'd have to imagine that he's going to have to fade to the background a little bit. A very quick uh, fall for Tom Reed, and he said it has to do in part with his alcohol. He's an alcoholic, he said, he said in this statement, and this was in a period in which he was drinking pretty heavily. Doesn't excuse his behavior, but that's... Um, that's what he suggested in the statement uh, that he put out last night. But he also said, which is interesting, I didn't know this, and um, I'm not sure this was a prominent part of his political makeup, but he said that he is uh, had promised he was not going to run um, more than uh, uh, six terms. He's, he got elected in 2010. He was actually elected in a special election. And um, so he kind of suggested that he was going to do this either way, which is an interesting uh, point to make uh, nonetheless. And so often we always see members make those promises on the uh, when they are running. And then they drop them. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So this kind of came in at a an interesting time. Let's move on to the number three story of the day. The House is out. The Senate is slogging through Joe Biden's nominees. But I want to give him some credit because um, we have written and, and talked about on this podcast how he, it, was, it was going slower, that the, the Senate had constituted later, that both Barack Obama and Donald Trump were had gotten many more nominees at certain moments during this first couple of months. But at the end of the day, Joe Biden is going to get all of his cabinet confirmed faster than both of his predecessors. Yeah, it's interesting. Part of it has to do with the fact that Obama and um, Trump both had people pull out of their nominations for various reasons. Uh, But this got off to a slow start. We knocked the administration and Biden for getting off to a slow start. So we're giving him credit here for um, for getting off for actually getting off to a quick start, which we did not expect this week, though. They have a lot of nominations up. Shalonda Young for OMB. Um, 
she is the deputy director of OMB at the moment. A lot of people want her to be the director. Uh, we will see how that goes. And um, but yeah, good a good little stretch here for for Biden and Schumer. And today it appears, you know, the vote to confirm Marty Walsh as labor secretary is set for today. That will fill out uh, the roster of Biden's cabinet secretaries. I think the other thing to watch this week is Schumer's looking to pass a two-month extension of the PPP program ahead of its March 31st expiration. This sailed through the House last week on a massive bipartisan vote, and Schumer has already filed cloture on this, so something we'll be watching closely. And with that, thanks so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.